Welcome back, and if this is your first time, welcome on in to VG Emporium, video game music, and more. I am the proprietor of this establishment and your host, Rage Cage. And uh, the topic of today's episode is coming from a listener suggestion, and that listener is Crazy Goji, who is someone I've mentioned on the show before a few times, and uh, I've played one of their arrangements on here, and eventually I'll be playing some of their original music because they make some really good stuff. But uh, yeah, it is their birthday today, on this day, February 2nd. So happy birthday to you, Crazy Goji, my buddy. Hope it's filled with such joy and delight, and that this coming year just brings you great things. So now his suggestion was to talk about a track and its various versions over different consoles. You know, there's just so many things to choose from with like over like maybe almost 60 years of just video game history uh, to choose from. So, uh, you know, it could have gone like the obvious route of doing like things from Nintendo or Sega or kind of gone a little bit more like Atari. But I decided to go a little bit more deeper. And so what we're going to be covering today is the song Field from the game Dragon Slayer, The Legend of Heroes, developed by Nihon Falcom originally in 1989 for the NEC PC computer series. This was composed by the Falcom Sound Team JDK, or more specifically for this track, Maiko Ishikawa and Masaki Kawai. Now you may be wondering, how many versions of this one song from a Japan-only Japan action RPG can there be? Well, including this one from the NEC PC, using the YM2203, there's, uh, I got you, eight versions of this. And only two of these versions were released outside of Japan, but each one was released in a separate country. Now, as to why I chose this specific track, well, that's because the uh, first time I ever heard it was the Sega Genesis, or I should say the Sega Mega Drive version of it on the VGM Rips. And, uh, yeah, that one is, oh, that's probably my favorite, though I'm um, looking through all these different versions. It has a competitor, but we'll be getting to that later. For now, let me tell you about this game. And this game, Dragon Slayer, The Legend of Heroes. Um, you would think it's either the first in a series or the, uh, like, a sequel in the series. Well, it's both. So, this is the sixth game in the Dragon Slayer series, but also the first game in the Legend of Heroes series. And a cool fact on the uh, first Dragon Slayer game is that it's actually the progenitor of the action RPG series. So, a lot of games like uh, Legend of Zelda, Hydlide, were inspired by it for its, like, kind of top-down action elements, but also, like, being, uh, it's multiple iterations, changing systems up and not having a set, you know, cont continued plot would go on to influence Squaresoft's Final Fantasy series that would do the same. But yes, the series of games, Dragon Slayer, would be like the kind of like the uh, starting point for many other games that were made by Falcom. And other Dragon Slayer titles would become like the starting points of other Nihon Falcom series, such as Xanadu, Sorcerian, and Lord of Monarch. And then going back to this game, Dragon Slayer, The Legend of Heroes, it would spin off into its own like, you know, 14 entry series, then also of course spinning off into the Trails series. Yeah, no, it's just all this interweaving and multiple games that are spawning from other games is just kind of like, you know, maddening. So if you want to dive deeper into this yourself, I would suggest you start with going to the Nihon Falcom fan fandom wiki, because I'm going to get us into more music here. So I'm going to play you next the uh, two versions that were released on the MSX, the uh, PSG and the FM versions. Released in 1990, this is again Field from Dragon Slayer The Legend of Heroes, composed by Meiko Ishikawa and Masaki Kawai.
Field from Dragon Slayer The Legend of Heroes, composed by Maiko Ishikawa and Masaki Kawai, released on the MSX, and these were both the PSG and FM versions in 1990, developed and ported by Nihon Falcom. And as you can tell, these are pretty straightforward arrangements, just like keeping the same composition, but of course, where the original version was using the YM2203, which is 3 FM, and 3 SSG, which is like, you know, 3 pulse channels. The first version I shared with you from the MSX was used, made using the AY38910 sound chip, which is three channels of square, and then one of those channels was uh, being used also for noise. The FM version was made using the YM24-13, which offers up to nine channels of, you know, preset FM sounds, but they only use six channels here, and then using the AY chip for the uh, percussion. So now we're going to talk about the two that have brought this lovely composition to our ears, starting with Maiko Ishikawa. She was one of the main composers for a lot of the Nihon Falcom's early games, alongside Yuzo Koshiro starting with E's Ancient E's Vanished, which was the first entry in the series, as well as Dragon Slayer 4 of Drassel Family, uh, Sorcerian, and Xanadu Dragon Slayer 2. And sometime in these early years, like, you know, be kind of like the late 80s or so, she would be the founding member of the Falcom Sound Team's JDK. And it's just such a sound team it was. I mean, so many awesome composers, uh, a lot of them working on, like, music for the same title at times. See, a lot of times when you look back at these early titles and you just see the Sound Team JDK on there, it's because each track was composed by maybe a different person or so, I don't, you know, just example. So continuing down the list, her main contribution would be to like, you know, uh, ports of these other earlier. So continuing on down the list, uh, she would be responsible for a lot of the ports of the earlier games I mentioned and then would also help out with uh, Ease 2, Ease 3, Dragon Slayer The Legend of Heroes 2, Popful Mail, Brandish 2, The Legend of Xanadu, The Legend of Heroes 3, Revival Xanadu 2 Remix, Ease 5, Legend of Heroes 4, and then Sorcerian Forever, which was her last um, main music credit in 1997 when she stepped down from being a, you know, composer and taking on more of a directorial role for the design unit. And so in many of the minor, modern titles coming out from Nihon Falcom, you would see her credit as being coordinator. But she would get one last music credit in the 2006 PSP port of Gurumin. And so the second composer, Masaki Kawai, surprisingly, I couldn't find much anything on them except for VGMDB. Like, there wasn't even anything on the uh, Falcom wiki. So, 
Um, looks like they've been responsible for a lot of arrangements. They were probably did some original compositions. Like, you know, they were just kind of like one of those uh, composers that was part of the sound team JDK, but maybe just didn't play as big a role. I don't know. Um, if anybody knows out there, uh, come at, you know, let me know and correct me here. You know, all I can say is that according to VGMDB, he is uh, still involved with the sound team JDK because he uh, was involved with the Dragon Slayer, the Legend of Heroes original soundtrack special edition, which is uh, fitting for this topic. Now it's time to play you the next version of this track. And uh, this is the first version of this game that was released outside of Japan. And with this one, we're getting out of the chronology of the ports, but hey, I got a plan here. So, so this is coming from the PC version released in South Korea in 1996. This is Field from Dragon Slayer, The Legend of Heroes, arranged by the Sound Temp Sound Team. But I have a specific name here for you, and this is Go Hee Kwan. Was field 
from the 1996 PC version of Dragon Slayer The Legend of Heroes, arranged by Gohi Kwan of the Soundtemp Sound Team, made using the YM3812 sound chip. And if there's one thing I learned after all these years of going to BGM rips, is that the South Koreans have a grasp on how to use this sound chip. And, you know, the reason why it surprised me was because the uh, majority of the music I had heard using the sound chip was, uh, like, you know, Western-made PC games that were through the Sound Blaster sound card. A lot of them sounding, like, kind of really cheesy and maybe not a lot of effort put into the patches. I, like, you know, a lot of, like, the U.S., like, state releases. Or a lot more atmospheric and new-agey, like, with the uh, European releases. But no, a lot of them, especially the Sound Temp team, like, you know, went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Japanese composers as far as, like, FM composition. So unfortunately, I couldn't really find any information on Gohi Kwan. Um, I did find a wiki page about Soundtemp Sound Team. And this is, of course, a South Korean sound team formed in 1992. And the work, the most majority of their work is uh, MMORPGs. Probably one of their better known works being in Ragnarok Online. So going down a list of MMORPGs that their music has been featured in, uh, starting with Ragnarok Online, and then uh, Fly FF, Granado Espada, Neo Stream, The Shattered Continent, Four Leaf, Tales Weaver, Latale, Tree of Savior, Seal Online, Korom Online, Yogurting, Silk Road Online, and RF Online. And of course, they have contributed music to many original games from uh, Korea as well as ports. So just going down the list, um, like no in particular order, we have East 2 Special, Likeness, Genocide 2, Astro Counter of Crescents, Ice Kiss, The Rhapsody of Zephyr, Ant-Man 2, Mertwool Wizard, Lethian, The War of Genesis 3, Fortress Series, Arcturus, Narcillion, Dream Chaser, Cheolang Yeogjun, uh, Magna Carta, Pangya, DJ Max, and the Princess Maker series. And of course, Dragon Slayer, Legend of Heroes. Well, now I realize um, I haven't told you in this entire episode where this song actually plays in this game. Um, well, as the name would suggest, it is the field theme. It's the theme that plays while you're on the world map. So now, whereas um, the earlier entries in the Dragon Slayer series were action-adventure RPGs, um, they uh, eventually became more of turn-based RPGs. So in the case of this one, it is like, uh, you know, go around the world map, go into towns, go into dungeons. Uh, the fights are like um, from the first person, so think uh, Dragon Quest. You know, the story is a pretty standard JRPG fare. Uh, you play as Prince Celios, whose father, at the um, when he was six years old, was murdered by this uh, by Octum, who becomes the ruler of the kingdom. And so Celios is sent to a village and then grows up there, and then one day um, it is destroyed by monsters, most likely, as sent by Octum. And so it is uh, basically going through the world, uh, meeting other members like uh, Resistance to fight, face Actum, and, you know, destroy him, basically. There's a lot more to it, you know, it's more deeper than that, but, um, you know, it's going to be here for a bit to explain it, so. So we're going to move on to the next version of this song, which is coming from all places, the uh, Satellaview, which was the satellite-based game service for the Super Famicom. And like all games released on the Satellaview, it came with the uh, moniker of BS. In this case, BS Dragon Slayer AEU Densets, broadcast between 1997 and 98. This is once again Field, and I couldn't find the arranger for this one, so we're just gonna say Sound Team JDK.
Force Field from BS Dragon Slayer AU Densets, released on the Super Famicom through the Satellaview service between the years of 1997 and 98, uh, composed by Sound Team JDK. And yes, we did do another jump ahead. Um, again, I have a plan, um, but um, there's not really much to say about this other than the fact that it was released on the Satellaview, of all things. I mean, it's kind of a funny thing. It's, uh, it was only broadcast between the dates of uh, October 26th and November 22nd of 97, and then February 1st to February 28th of 1998. What? You know, it doesn't make much sense, but uh, hey, at least it was a downloadable game between those time frames. So, like, you know, once it was done, you had it, you could play it. It wasn't, like, exclusive to the times it was broadcast. And now as far as how this, uh, this arrangement sounds, it's basically, you know, one for one for the uh, original version except with the uh, sounds of the Super Famicom. Um, it just sounds like your kind of standard SFC RPG, though that uh, bass does sound a little uh, Capcom-ish, if you know what I mean. But now we're getting into the really good stuff here. Um, and uh, this next track here actually proves that Se Sega can what Nintendo don't. So we're jumping back to 1994 to the Sega Mega Drive version, which is my favorite, of Field from Dragon Slayer, The Legend of Heroes, arranged by Hirofumi Matsuoka.
that was Field from the Sega Mega Drive version of Dragon Slayer The Legend of Heroes, arranged by Hirofumi Matsuoka. And please, nobody don't get no mad at me for saying that Sega can what Nintendo don't. You know, come on, I was just making a little stab at that silliness that was of the early 90s, because of course, there are things that Sega can't that Nintendo do. But making this track sound really good is just one of those things that Nintendo don't, because yeah, no, this was my first version of this song, and the soundtrack that I heard was the Sega Mega Drive version, and, um, I just can't resist that bass. I mean, that bass, you know, it's just so punchy and gunky and slappy, and just those little slides that are in there, and the little bends. Yeah, I really probably just should just go ahead and rip that patch, slap it into Defla Mask, and just play around with it. But, of course, this version wouldn't have been possible without the man behind the bass, Hirofumi Matsuoka. He started with Nihon Falcom in 1992, uh, working primarily with the Sega Genesis ports of a lot of their games, so Poffle Mail, um, Dragon Dragon Slayer, Legend of Heroes 1 and 2. He was also involved with the arrangements in uh, Ease 1 and 2 Complete, as well as the Eternals, and then uh, was composer on Ease 4, Mask of the Sun, and Dawn of Ease. And in 1997, he actually took over as head of the sound team JDK up until about 2001. And in this time, what is referred to as the Windows era, he uh, worked with the planning and production department to like you know lay out the sounds of the games. So, like, you know, he had a deep and, um, really, like, expert knowledge of, like, the MIDI sound sources and everything to make them sound the best that they could. And then even when, like, Wave was starting to become the standard for PCs, he still pushed to have the MIDI format within the games alongside the Wave. And so in 2001, he would, uh, leave Falcom and would go on to become a freelance composer and would actually form a couple music units called, uh, Rob Saris and Fermata. And a few of the albums that he would work on in this time would be Earth in 2002, Kokoro Kubako in 2007, Horohoro Horo in 2008, Fuyu no Hi in 2009, and Fermata in 2011. Now in 2015, he uh, passed away due to cancer, but he uh, still lives on through um, a couple arrangement albums such as Hometown Heroes, Town Themes Arranged from Falcom Town Sound Team, as well as uh, Resident Saga, which is a four-disc arrangement album of just a bunch of the music by the Falcom Sound Team JDK. And dang, I actually spot a couple names that I know in there, like Layla Wolfel Wilson and Plus Tech. So that's pretty cool. Wanna know what else is pretty cool? This is the next version of Field I got for you here. This is coming from the remake of Dragon Slayer The Legend of Heroes, which was also bundled with the remake of the second one for both the PlayStation and the Sega Saturn, arranged by either Ryuichiro Yamaki or Takashi Kudo. And uh, this is under W4M Corporation, which I believe is now called Studio W4M.
and that was Field from the PlayStation 1 and Sega Saturn remakes of Dragon Slayer The Legend of Heroes, arranged by Ryuichiro Yamaki and or Takeshi Kudo, and this was done under WForm Corporation, which is now known as Studio W4M. And I gotta say, this is a pretty dang funky version of Field, even with still being mostly one-to-one -one with the original composition. And with this version, as much as I can tell, it's less of a remake and more of a remaster, you know, with like kind of updated graphics and everything. And yes, this did contain both Dragon Slayer Legend of Heroes 1 and 2. But unlike the other Dragon Slayer games before these ones, these two are actually connected story-wise. Wanna know who else is connected story-wise? Is uh, Ryuichiro Yamaki and Studio W4M, which was formerly known as WForm Corporation. Found this out because I was looking up Ryuichiro and the site for Studio W4M came up and he was there, so I just uh, put two and two together. And then Takeshi Kudo, um, I'd imagine was part of that back then, but um, now I can't really find anything on the guy, like nothing. You know, of course I'm finding other things that have like a same name or a similar sounding name, but uh, nothing that points to being a, like an actual musician. So we're just going to be mostly talking about Ryuichiro Yamaki. And he has a pretty extensive history working with this company that is now Studio W4M, because uh, even up till now he has his discography is on there all the way up until this year, 2023 with his first work being listed all the way back in 1995 with uh, the Subotainment for the Mac and Windows, which I imagine is a either original composition or arrangement, and then of course 98, this game, The Legend of Heroes 1 and 2, and then from then on he's just been involved with like multiple projects, either like solo or um, as a collaboration since like from 1999 all the way up till now today. And it's just like, so much, like way too much to list here. I mean, just, it's crazy. And he's also been involved with... Um, uh, submitting demos to um, like sound packs like the Core Collection and uh, Beatbox Anthology and uh, Falcon, the UVI Falcon. Yeah, no. so this guy is uh, this guy's in deep. Let me clarify. Um, when I said demos, they're like demo songs submitted for a um, like sound packs for like digital audio workstations. But yeah, pretty much everything else in his discography is non-VGM related. Only those first two works from '95 and '98. But if you'd like to check out some of his work, he does have a SoundCloud and. Um, yeah, I listened to some of the tracks on there, and it's really good. He has a really definite, like, his own sound. And, um, yeah, I'm going to be linking that in the show notes. So we're coming up to the last version of Field I have for you, and um, I saved the best for last, because, um, you know, whereas the Mega Drive version is my favorite, I will definitely say that this one is the best. So here you have it, Field, from the PC Engine slash TurboGrafx CD version of Dragon Slayer The Legend of Heroes, arranged by Ryo Yonibitsu.
That beast of a Red Book audio arrangement was Field from Dragon Slayer, The Legend of Heroes, the PC Engine slash TurboGrafx CD version arranged by Ryo Yunimitsu. Now, why did I put a roll in there? Ryo. 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 Now, would you believe that this is from 1992? And that this was the first and only release of this game in the US? On all consoles, the Turbo Graphics CD. <laughs> it's a strange and silly thing, and it would be the only Legend of Heroes game released in the US up until the remake of The Legend of Heroes 4 called The Legend of Heroes Atira Vermilion, which was released in 2005 on the PSP, and I'm pretty sure I got that, and I kind of bounced off of that one because it was not what I was expecting. Kind of a bad start for my first Falcom game, eh? But getting back to the matter at hand, um, basically this version of the game on the TurboGrafx CD is much like the uh, version on the PS1 and Sega Saturn about six years later. It's just a remaster of the original game with just updated graphics and of course, holy crap, updated sound. And this guy, Ryo Yonimitsu, who uh, didn't pull any stops doing these arrangements. And this guy has been in the game a long, long time. I mean, the first credit I could find for him was 1982, which is the theatrical feature Dr. Slump Music Collection original soundtrack. And the latest thing I could find, which is, this is all on BGMDB, is from two, 2021, which is a Kikai Sentai Zenkaija theme song, Full Force Edition. And uh, looking at his discography between these two points, he's largely been involved with um, making, compos composing and arranging music for movies and television, largely of the anime variety. But he does have experience arranging video game music, starting in 1986 with Namco Video Game Graffiti and it would only be three years later when he would start actually arranging music for Falcom in 1989, and then he would just go on to, like, he would be going back and forth doing stuff for Namco, Falcom, Hudson Soft, and Konami by being involved with a lot, and I mean a lot, of Tokimeki Memorial arrangement albums from, like, you know, the late 90s all the way into the early 2000s. And he's still doing video game music arrangements of today, like, uh, back in 2020, he did uh, the Ease 1 Ancient Ease Vanish soundtrack special edition. So he really likes working with Falcom, and then um, he also revisited Dr. Slump in 2016, which, uh, if you don't know, Dr. Slump was uh, Akira Toriyama's work before Dragon Ball. It was really successful. I mean, like, really took off in Japan and is where the character Arali comes from. And a lot of the bizarre weirdo humor that you see in the early Dragon Ball manga comes from that as well. And there you have it. Eight versions of one song. Most of them being pretty close to the original composition and some of them going off and doing their own thing. And all of them in-game versions because, um... There was a lot of, like, you know, in-house Falcom sound team uh, arrangement albums that involved this one, as well as remixes and all, but I decided to stay with ones that are actually inside games. You know, otherwise we'd probably be here for, be here for another hour. But if you'd like to hear more of these, go to the Falcom Music channel, where not only you'll find all these different versions of the Dragon Slayer Legend of Heroes soundtrack, but almost all of their soundtracks, and all of those versions, as well as the arrangement albums and everything, because, uh... Holy crap, this is a lot, and this is where I got a lot of the composer names that so I could look them up and get you all this info. You know, because usually when you want to find a video game's OST, you'll have to find a playlist or things uploaded by some uh, by a random user, but here, it's actually all put up by the official company, and they're proud of it. They're like, actually, here, look at all this music that we've made. We want you to enjoy this. Unlike some certain companies that um, make it really difficult to get a hold of their music digitally, but that is a discourse for another time. For now, I'm going to once again say thank you, Crazy Goji, for this suggestion, as well as happy birthday. And hey, and if any of you listening want to make a suggestion, you can send it on to uh, you know, VGEmporium at gmail.com, 
or you could go onto the Discord if you like. And I'll be putting the link up. I'm gonna actually be supplying the link here. Okay. And then you could uh, put it in the suggestions box, or you can hit me up on Twitter. And what Twitter is that? That is VG Emporium's Twitter, which you can also find on Instagram as well as Mastodon. And uh, yeah, you can find it all in your favorite podcasters such as Spotify, Apple, Google, um, Amazon, Audible, as well as you can find myself, the proprietor of this place, and your host, Rage Cage, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, SoundCloud. And uh, you know you can throw me suggestions or special orders that way as well. Now, as far as what I have planned for uh, next week, I don't know. I'm, I've been just kind of been going week to week this last couple months, kind of like I haven't really been able to plan things out. But I do have enough special orders in that I might just do that. So it's definitely going to be a surprise next time you come into the shop. So for now, I'm going to let this uh, track play out. It's got another couple minutes on it, and I suggest you listen to all the way because it's just so good. Do it. <laughs> 